Emerson and I wanted to play um, Red Dead today. We wanted to play Xbox. He also wanted to show me his, he's been playing Rocket League like all of a sudden. I'm like, where did that come from? (laughs) So he wanted to show me that. So so when we woke up, he started rearranging the front and I'm like, you know, mom's not going to like that. And then I was right. This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and with me as always, Will Brenton, and uh, we're both here to talk about pretty much everything Hobbyplex, sometimes uh, hobby news. We've got a few race results we might go over later on tonight, depending on how much questions and how much uh, talking about this uh, big J Concepts race we have, but I did want to go over that. And we have our two giveaways to do. So we didn't, we're not at 2,000 subscribers yet, so the 2,000 subscriber thing's going to have to wait until we come back, because uh, we are not, we're no podcast next week. But uh, I've got the names from last week's viewers, and then I got the page likes on the Hobbyplex show uh, Facebook page, new likes. So it was new likes, and then last week's viewers, and uh, we're going to do random uh, generator and all that. So we're going to do that midway through, So because uh, I know I want to talk about the INS here in a little bit. And uh, as always, this show is sponsored by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. And uh, get a hold of Don Zoller, or if you must, you can always try to get a hold of uh, Aiden Olson's dad, and uh, you can get a five hundred dollar lender credit or point one two five off your interest rate if you uh, end up going through a home loan or refinance or any of the other services that they have. I'm not sure how that works out, but either way, I almost, almost had had a had use of their services. I, Gretchen wasn't going to go for moving, but I, I figured it was worth a shot, anyways. Yeah, sure, why not? I just got to find a cheaper place. There's actually, I did find a house with like eight acres of land in, what's that place called? It's a small town, like 30 minutes west of here. But then I looked at, no, 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 west. It's a, it's out in the, it's out in the boonies. It's on the other side of, uh, it's in Dodge County. It's like, it's like south of Fremont, but I can't remember the name of it. It doesn't really matter. No, it's not, it's way outside of Elkhorn. Okay. But the house was crap. (laughs) <laughs> so the land was nice. cool because it had a little stream through it and all this other stuff. And it was kind of on the outskirts of town, but the house was definitely like some turn of the century trash dump, basically that cabbage. <laughs> if I, if I was, if I was handy, I'm, it might be something worth taking on and, you know, flipping re, or not flipping, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like refurbishing the whole place, Make, making nice to live. Yes, that. exactly. I think that's a technical term, but I'm not, I'm not that guy. I just, I, I push buttons and I, I talk and I, and I make, I, I can get away with making crawling stuff cause it doesn't have to be perfect, but if it's a house, no way. <laughs> and we don't have enough money to, to, to do that anyway. So, but I don't know, the idea is still out there. Maybe one day we'll, we'll kind of find somewhere, but Gretchen wants to downsize anyways. This was going to be an up and it wouldn't have been the same. Okay, so we need. I'm going to get right into it because we need to talk about the uh, indoor national series, the J Concepts race. Our big news is that that race, with with no, no, honestly, not a whole lot of promotion other than what I posted on Facebook, and no flyer because um, Mike Garrison was was um, uh, out of the office. Right, uh, that race is full. It filled up uh, midway through last week, and I think. It might've been on a Tuesday because basically there was like, when we did this podcast last week, was it full? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think it, I think it was like 14 or 15 spots left. And then that night I woke up the next morning and my phone was blown up like, like, like pinging like crazy when I woke up and I'm like, Oh God, what's going on? And it's all these people asking why they can't register for the race. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, well, it must be full. <laughs> and so I had to yeah. start, I had to start a wait list. So, so there you go. Um, we're over, we're over 300 entries. The limit was 140 people. There's a little bit of, of, um, fudge room there because of you gotta, you gotta also put in the people that are coming, but won't be racing, but will still be technically part of that 50% capacity. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got to leave some room for like Jason Rona and, you know, like Thomas Tran team manager, that sort of thing as part yeah. of, as part of that capacity. So plus, uh, realistically we have 140 pit spots without, mm-hmm. without trying to get creative and make new ones. So the race we, we felt when Nebraska dropped their COVID stuff back down to 50, which it's a running tally. So every day the hospital rate is how they're going. Right. So if it gets above a certain rate, we're back to 25% capacity allowed. Right. Mm-hmm. So that could still change, which is scary, but I don't think it's gonna, I think we're going to be okay. As long as everybody just doesn't get stupid here in the, in the next five days, you know, don't let your aunt kiss you basically. Right. Yeah. Like FaceTime, just FaceTime her, you know, Coronavirus update. So we'll be at 50% capacity um, rules for this race. So we can't, even if we wanted to, we couldn't, you know, try to make, you know, 10 more pit spots or whatever, because, you know, there's still that threat, that vague threat of someone coming into the store that could cause or raise a stink, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm honestly surprised it hasn't happened yet. I am too. So I don't know. Now, maybe I shouldn't be talking about it because now maybe somebody will or not, not, none of these guys will or none of the, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want to like jinx us. Yeah. But, uh, so I have a wait list right now. I think there's 14 or 15 people on it. I did have one person drop out already. So, um, uh, so I've actually added from that, that wait list. And usually what happens is I've seen this since we started using RC signup. 10 years ago, right? There's these people that mm-hmm. sign up and never intend on coming. Yeah. It's isn't like, that annoying? it's like they sign up for every single race that's on RC sign up and then they never actually show up. So, yeah. so that I have a date January 18th, uh, and everybody on RC sign up has got to be paid by then. And if you're not, then I'm going to delete your name and that'll open up room for other people. And I can tell you, that I've, I see a few names on that list and I'm like, that guy never shows up for any of our races. I'm not going to say who it is, but, but if it, but basically like if they showed up, I'd be like, huh? Wow. <laughs> like I'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I would almost like give him a prize. Like here, here's an extra door prize. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like I, I sign up for the race and I get out of there cause I don't want to know who's coming. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I don't want to like psych myself out or something. Dude, like I never look. There's 24, 40 plus drivers and they're all really fast. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. It's gonna be hard for old people uh, to drive. <laughs> <sighs> so to get off my lawn class. Yeah. Jason said he might even race. So I hope he does. I hope he, he does too. The I... one in St. Louis. Yeah. I'll probably be like 
mountain his tires and stuff for him. Mm -hmm. Like there's that race in St. Louis where he put my tires on his car and ran it. And then after that, like, I think Lee, he was like, can I try your tires? Jason said they're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's cool. Yeah. Made my day. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest class signed up so far is, uh, the 13, five, four wheel drive class. There's like 65 entries. It's crazy. Holy fuck. That's like national type thing. I mean, that's, that's been up there. So anyways, uh, so what I wanted to talk about was, um, the independent class. So the rules have kind of changed. Uh, the classes have kind of changed this year. Uh, last year, I think independent was 21 five. And I think they had a handout motor and they had control tires. And so, um, when we were kind of going back and forth over the classes, you know, he was like, I saw he, I saw that he had no independent class. I'm like, dude, like that's an actual thing around here. Like, like it's like a brand name now. Like, yeah, you know, we have more than enough. We have more than enough to fill up a independent class. And so, um, so we, we left it in there, but it's 17, five instead of 21, five. Um, for those of you wondering, or might be wondering, 21.5 would be really undermotored for our track. Yeah, it would be pretty boring. Yeah, I mean, our track's I think. big. I mean, for, for an indoor 10-scale track, it, our track's one... When we use the oval, it's 150 by 75. When we don't use the oval, it's 130 by 75. So, I mean, it's, it's a huge track. So, mm-hmm. 17.5 is the appropriate motor for, for stock, period no matter what. But so I'm kind of glad because that, because in our summer series too, I've had people ask, well, look, I'm not 21 five. And I'm like, look at the track. Like 21 five on the carpet is appropriate. That's right. That's correct. 21 five on the yeah. dirt, I think would be way under motored and it wouldn't be any fun. Right. Well, and you want everybody to have a good experience. Yeah. To- Make all the jumps and, you know, find the lines mm-hmm. that you're supposed to run and stuff. I've got a track layout kind of figured out already. And I kind of have a plan of attack on how I'm going to, get it done in three days and I don't know. Uh, so anyways, more into more independent, more, I'm going to talk about that later too. Uh, but more independent stuff. So, um, so the control tire, I've had a lot of people ask about this and, and, and there's no reason to freak out every single time that somebody mentions a control tire, people seem to get freaked out and the control tire is going to be a silver compound ellipses. Unless something weird happens, like unless some stock level changes, it should be a silver compound ellipses front and back. And right now, I, I'm going to say you're going to be limited to two sets of tires. There, there is going to be a, a visible tread rule. Are they going to be branded? They are. Okay. So you have to buy your tires from us. And, uh, you can't just scuff them down into, into total slicks. There's gotta be a visible tread rule there, or there's going to be a visible tread. Um, you can practice on Thursday night and Friday with whatever you want, but when it comes to seating, qualifying and mains, you gotta be on your control tires. Mm -hmm. They are going to be branded. Um, we have a thing at the Plex that we've used, uh, multiple times since 2016, since we figured out how to do it. It's an old, it's actually a leather brand. It's really cool. They don't make them anymore either. So that makes finding the bit to match. If you, if you're going to be that guy and be like, I'm going to have 10 sets of tires. Yeah. So, um, uh, but they're going to be branded and, uh, you're going to get your first set for free. The Hobbyplex is sponsoring the independent class. 
That's pretty awesome. So your first set will be on us. And then your second set will be a discounted price courtesy of J concepts. And then depending on stock levels, cause that's what we're really kind of worried about is stock level. Um, uh, you may or may not be, we may or may not have enough for a third set. So that's why right now we're just saying two sets. Yeah. If it were me, I just buy the two sets and have them to where you can break them in and have them ready to go. Yeah. Yep. Personally. Yep. And Same you know, here. the silver, con- the silver compound breaks in pretty quick, but you still want to get a run on a, at our track. So, yeah. uh, there's no foam rules for that. It's just a tire. So you can do whatever you want to the foam. You can cut them. You can punch them. You can trade them out with other foams. I don't know why you'd want to, but you can do that too. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, cause I mean, obviously I, I'm trying to keep our tech to the easiest and, and most non-invasive way of doing it. So I have had a couple of questions about the stock class. They're like, what are your rules for stock class? I'm like the same rules as everybody else has for stock class. You can't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. So what are, what are your rules for stock racing? If, if you're racing 17.5, you should definitely have a 17.5 in your car. Uh, you know, if you're, if the motor, if the battery rule is 8.40, which is what we're going to go by because that's still the roar rule. Then when you come up to tech and we have the voltmeter ready, your need, it needs to be at 8.4. So the rules are going to be pretty straightforward. Blinky mode, 8.4 max volt. You got to have the right motor in your car. Wait. Ashton Abdul has signed on to be our tech guy. Oh, wow. That's nice of him. Because he's not racing 10 scale. So, and he's not going anywhere that weekend. So kind of conned him into being our tech guy. I'm going to pay him. So um, yeah. he'll learn some store credit. Thanks, too. Ashton. Yeah. So Ashton Abdul's awesome. Yeah. Normally doing tech's a thankless job, but I'm going to thank you. Yeah. No kidding. And uh, so, you know, um, there will be tech and uh, it won't be that invasive, but just be aware. I mean, most of the time with me, you know, if your battery voltage is at 8.4 and you're in blinky mode and you're running the right motor, then, you know, comes down a driver at that point. Yeah. Now uh, we do have an inductance meter at the store. So, you know, if, if we feel like we can always at any time do like a spot inspection on that side yeah. as well. So. We may still do that. I might, I'm, we might have like a Friday night stock motor tech with that too. And just like put a sticker on it or something. Nail polish. Nail polish. I've done the nail polish thing before. Be- Beach RC had it going, man. They, so they had a guy who was sole purpose there was to break, like you had to bring your motors up. It was like a roar race. We had to bring your mm-hmm. motors up and they had to be completely disassembled. And then you put it back on and then he had that sticker that if you take off, it shows that it's been taken off. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. I, I, it, it doing it that way definitely makes everybody feel like they're definitely on a level playing field as far as that goes. I guess one thing that I, I think that it does is the perception of the the event looks better. Yeah. Like it's like, man, these guys care. This is an upscale event. There's tech for stock racing and it just makes the event appear to be better. Yeah. You know, regardless of the venue, I think that like if I was racing stock and they had, you know, a legit tech process for stock, I would feel a lot more comfortable and better about my experience being there. You know, and, and like it kind of gives it that that upscale, you know, perception. The the thing is is I would we would have to hire somebody to do that. 
Oh yeah. No, and don't I, get me wrong. I don't know. Like, it takes money. I don't know. Anybody to do that. I don't know. I have never had anybody locally step up to say, well, I can do that. I, I don't know how these yeah. other tracks can do that or have, they have like mm-hmm. a local guy who's just like, well, I'll do that. And that are willing yeah. to hang out there for, for three days. And they know. probably find like an on-road or an oval guy that can do it. It isn't racing. It's a motor tuna. I even tried that. And I, I, they're, they're always like, Oh no, I don't want to be there for that long around here. At least who could blame him? Cause like I said, it's a thankless job. Yeah, I know. So, so it was also kind of annoying to have to take my motor out of my car. Like I didn't even bring a soldering iron with me. Yeah. So I had to like find somebody with a soldering iron, unsolder my car, take it over there. Isn't take, that, it wasn't isn't even, that so unreal. It wasn't even my you motor. Don't have a soldering iron I know anymore? it wasn't even my motor. So I didn't even know how to take it apart. It was a motive motor. And I'm like, how do you even take this thing apart? And then because down there, like it wasn't motive, wasn't a brand that they saw at like at all, which is odd to me, but it wasn't. They're like, well, I don't know. I don't know how to take that apart either. And I'm like sitting there trying to fiddle with it. I had to text Kyle and be like, dude, how do I take this motor apart? Cause I didn't want, if I, I almost felt like I was going to break it. And then I finally, I got it apart, but, um, so I don't mind doing that, but, but sometimes it's kind of annoying. I don't really want to, I, mean, I want to do that at home with my soldering iron. Anyways. So, uh, uh, the point is, is the independent class, uh, your first set of tires are going to be, are going to be, um, free. And then every tire after that, of course, will be, uh, will be pretty much, I think, I think it's like a buck off regular price or something. We'll have to get the pricing figured out, but it won't be, we're not going to, we're not going to gouge you. It won't be full retail, you know, never, it never is at the Plex. So even our prices on our tires are lower than a main. So, um, so I hope that that, uh, kind of, cause I think there's 36 or 37 independent buggies signed up. Hmm. That's a lot. So that's good. And, uh, I don't know. I'm excited for that. So, um, if you won in the race and you haven't signed up or you didn't make the cut, you can, you need to text me, uh, not text me, but message me on Facebook or call the store and we'll get your name written down. We have a sheet up there. And then anybody local that wants to pay for the race without using PayPal, you know, like if you're here this weekend or whatever, uh, we are, we are taking the payments either, uh, with through PayPal or, um, or in person. So, so, uh, when you, when, when is the deadline? January 18th. I think it's a Monday. Okay. So, uh, I was going to make it the 25th and then I'm like, you know what? I'm like the people on the wait list, they're going to need a little bit more time to find out so that they can make travel plans, you know, for sure. Actual travel plans. Right. And that should be more than enough time for everybody signed up to get paid. Definitely. So I thought that that was a good, uh, a good middle ground. Mm-hmm. So, um, I saw, uh, Dakota Fenn was signed up. Uh, who else signed up? Uh, I think Austin wick is on there. Uh, did you see Austin wick? Just T- like he TQ'd around a two wheel drive at the, uh, at the SDRC top gun race. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I didn't watch the run, but I heard about it. I watched the mains. Did you mains are pretty good. I didn't yeah, get a chance to see good. him. I, I, uh, we were so busy on Saturday and yeah. Sunday at the store that I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch him. I've been meaning to watch him on YouTube, but last night I just crashed when I got home. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to go back there and look, I I'm kind of surprised that there's some other names f- that are that at least at this moment in the time, cause what's today, the 21st. So at least for the next 10 days are sponsored by J concepts. You never know a silly season. 
Yeah. Right. But I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see Spencer on there. Um, I didn't see Brent Thelke on there. Oh, I didn't okay. see, I didn't see Mayfield on there. So, and I, and nobody said anything to me that they're coming. So I'm kind of, kind of bummed out if they don't make a sad face. Cause the last J concepts we had, the last J concepts INS race we had in 2015, everybody was there. Yeah. We had Cavalry, Tebow, Mayfield, um, um Spencer, Spencer was running in 15. He was running a mod. Yeah. Spencer was there. The horns, the horns were all there. Yeah. The horns are there. Oh, Austin's, uh, is it all Aiden signed up? Aiden horn. He signed up. That's good. And Alan horn signed up for plus 40. He was like one of the last ones to get signed up before the race closed. Oh yeah. That's right. The 40 plus class is going to be, it's gonna be tough. Chad parks, Chad parks is coming up. I haven't seen him run a 10 scale car in ages. Yeah. He went to J concepts too. Yeah. I saw that. So, um, you know, we'll talk more about this, uh, after the break. Remember, we're not, we're not going to do a podcast next week, but the week after that we will. Um, yeah. and I'm sure we'll have more to talk about, but I just, uh, I did post on the, on the book face that I wanted to, uh, get the independent stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Kind of a good way to get people to watch our, watch our show. So, yeah. Uh, oh, mini truggy's got like 20, 20 something. Oh, that's good. Does it? No, wait, no, it doesn't. It has like under 20, but it's like right at 20. It's like 18 or 19 trucks. Yeah. I wish I had one. Oh man. Excited for that one. Although my, my truck drove like garbage on Friday night. The, the first, <laughs> the second qualifier, it was great. It was awesome. The track had, uh, so I didn't water Friday morning like I did the week before. So the track had just the right level of moisture and everything in it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting there in the pits and this was after the whole rib thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to sauce my tires. So I went out there with no sauce in my tires. Mm-hmm. Big mistake. Yeah. Huge. My truck was terrible with no sauce. Like I was all over the place. It was bad. And the track had dried yeah. out. Like you could visually see the track had actually dried out quite a bit. Yeah. So it was tough. Sometimes I'm, I swear the tone goes off and the track changes. Yeah. Like you could have like practice laps that are good and then you like wait, wait to go. And then once the tone goes off, the track turn changed a little bit. Yeah. I can't wait to get in there. Um, so I'm changing the track for the techno series for round three, uh, the third, fourth and fifth of January. And I, I honestly cannot wait to get in there and change this track. Yeah. Are the chump bumps going to be there still? Uh, no, no, they're not. I'm going to miss those things though. Those things are fun. Um, never, I never drove on them. Oh, I'm so bummed out. You won't be able to <laughs> drive, on them. drive on them. There is going to be a gigantic off camber. It's been a long time since we've had one of those. Yeah, the neuralizer. Yeah, what do we call, yeah, that, we call that? The neuralizer. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. you're right. Yeah, it was named after. Wasn't it named after a Novak product? Could have been. Oh, I can't remember. They um, call it the Pit Wizard. Yeah. Oh, the Pit Wizard. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but it's not that. It's not that I hate the track layout. It's that the track is so beat up. Like yeah. it has gotten so much use the last month that it is mm-hmm. just annihilated the track surface is just destroyed decimated out of there <laughs> so i'm i'm ready to get get in with the tractor and kind of rework some stuff and 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 smooth it out a little bit but also kind of rebuild the flow of it a little bit too because it's gotten just so much a little bit chunky yeah real quick before we get before we leave the ins race rod case is on here so rc racing uh you should uh, uh subscribe to his channel too 
Um, if you're signed up for say independent and not 40 plus, can you still run 40 plus if you pay since you're not signed up for the independent class already? Yeah. So that's the other thing. That's a very good question. So uh, what always happens at these things is people sign up on RC sign up in like December. And then by the time February comes around, they've sold the car that they signed up for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. as long as you're paid, cause basically you're just paying for your spot. So mm-hmm. as long as you're paid, um, for your spot, uh, you can change your class. You can add a class. You can even delete a class as long as you, you know, um, or no. Yeah. You can do whatever you want as long as you're paid up. So if you signed up for mod two wheel drive and you want to raise stock, you can do that when you get here for check. That's what check-ins all about. So, um, and, uh, yeah, cause basically all I'm worried about, I don't care about the entries. All I care about is the people I just, we got, we have to be at a certain number. We can't really go over it without getting in dangerous territory. So, you know, as long as the, as long as everybody's paid, then you can do whatever you want after that. So that's a very good question. The rest of you guys will get to you at the end. Unless you drop a super chat and then that's different. Yeah. Drop that super chat. Okay. Uh, so before we do the giveaways here, I just, I, so I just got a text from my wife. Welcome to texts from Gretchen. Today's episode, living room feng shui and you. Uh, what the F dot, 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 huh? I don't want the living room like that. I'm sorry. The TV is right in the pathway of where we walk. This is stupid. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) You move the TV without consulting, huh? Yeah. Emerson and I wanted to play, um, uh, Red Dead today. We want to play Xbox. He also wanted to cool. show me his, he's been playing rocket league like all of a sudden. I'm like, where did that come from? Went, <laughs> so he wanted to show me that. So, he, so when we woke up, we, uh, he started rearranging the front end. I'm like, you know, mom's not going to like that. And then, and then, uh, I was right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's funny. Um, I've been playing, uh, the legend of Zelda, a link to the past Ooh. on my Ooh. Nintendo switch again. I beat it, I think three times. And um, I, so I changed, so, you know, like when you, when you like first start a new game, yeah. you change the character, you make the character name, your name. It's like Link's name. Instead of put it, you can put Link in there. You could put Will or whatever you yeah. want. I put, I put my dude in there. So now it's like, oh, my dude, you're here. Like in all the, all the text nice. that you read is pretty sweet. Nice. <laughs> Okay. Two more INS questions. Uh, how deep is the wait list? I, as of today, I believe it's 15. I think I took 14 and 15 today via, um, Facebook messenger. And then Riley, he must've dropped in after I said this, um, but pay by the January 18th. That's the purge date. So the, the great purge happens, uh, after January 18th. So if you're not paid, paid by then you're, you're, you're out of RC sign up and I'll do it. I'll do it myself because, um, then I'll fill in the wait list as I go. And then if there's any room left over, then I'll be like, okay, it's open enrollment again. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think it's going to be very tight uh, on the wait list or whatever. Probably. Yeah. Oh, and I also, um, I've been going back and forth for the awards with uh, MX trophies. Uh, they're going to be cool. sweet. First place and third, first through third is going to be these really cool, like three layer stand up awards with a metal stainless steel basin. It's gonna be really neat. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Worthy of a, of a national level event. I hope. 
Hobby Plugs Contest. The winner is... All right, so which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do last week's watchers or the page likes for Facebook? Page likes. All right, I'm going to get out my generator here. So I have marked the page likes. I have them numbered, right? And then so then I have my my generic uh, number generator. And so these are the people that, that have liked the Hobbyplex Facebook page since we announced it last week, as of today. Okay. So we picked up 11 new likes on our Facebook page. That's cool. Yeah. Right. All right. And then yeah, the, I like the likes. And then um, the, this one was for the plaque. Was it not? Cause it, I have it, no idea. I think the viewers last week were the, were the body. And then the Facebook is the, is the plaque that you and I need to sign. Let's do the plaque. Okay. You know, it, it doesn't matter. They're getting a thing. They're getting a thing for free. All right. You know? All right. So hey. here, uh, let me change this to 11. Turn it up to. 11. I was waiting. <laughs> I was yeah. waiting. I knew. I, as soon as I said that, I'm like, I bet you Will's gonna say something about eleven. And then hold on, because before we do this, I gotta clear my throat. So it's a good time for a kickstart break. Yeah, I'm gonna have a bubbly thing. You want to do it same time? Yeah, <laughs> two drinks at the same time. Two drinks man. at the same time, man. All right, you ready? All right, ready? Ready? Yeah. Go. Oh, oh, kind of off. <laughs> I got another one. Oh wait, you don't. There we go. Uh, oh, yours is way better. <laughs> hey, pass me a kickstart. Super chat. Oh, we got a super chat before we do this. It's pretty funny. Finally. <laughs> uh, Jason Haley dropping another two bucks. He's on like a $2 regiment uh, per, per live stream. Uh, awesome. This is going to be kind of crass, but uh, I mean, I'm willing to go there if you are. Tina Fey or Sarah Palin. Boing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Tina Fey looks like anymore. Sarah Palin all day long. Yeah, probably, probably Sarah. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tina Fey is a, a good-looking woman, but uh, Sarah Palin. Uh, I mean, she might be a little cuckoo, but at least I don't know. I just think that'd be it'd probably be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, cool. all right. No answer from you, huh? Me? Yeah. Oh, I, I said I said Sarah Palin. I guess. Oh, did you? Okay. All right. All right. All right. If I had to choose, <laughs> yeah, I was like gun to my head, <laughs> and and she was willing. You know, that'd be quite a turnaround because because <laughs> you and your wife are you and your wife are uh, like on uh, the other side of the fence completely from Sarah Palin. That'd be a, yeah. That'd be a weird turnaround. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. Not, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Believe right. it or not, I, I, I'm pretty. Uh, man, whatever. Yeah, whatever. To make us uh, political. Yeah, we're not going to talk politics. Politics is stupid. Yep, they sure are. <laughs> All right, random generator. Here we go. All right, hit finally. the button. Drums, please. What do we got? Oh, two. Who's number two? Who is two? Alejandro Partida. Ooh. So if you're on here, nice. if you're on here listening, 
to the podcast. Uh, you just won yourself a plaque. If you're not, I will contact you via Facebook and see if you want it. If you don't want it, then we'll do it again. But uh, there you go. Our first giveaway that we've ever done. I've got it written down. It's a high quality plaque. You yeah. may not even know who we are. Yeah, I know. Maybe they just like, like the page. Yeah, maybe. We'll find out. <laughs> you- <laughs> we'll find out. All right. Uh, okay. And then we're going to do last week's viewers. And I bet you most of these people are here. So there's 19 of them. And I got to say, my, um, my brother-in-law has exquisite handwriting. Oh, wow. Yeah. See what Good I'm saying? on you. Yeah. Very legible. Not something I would, I, I'm terrible at handwriting. All right, here I, we go. I was, wait, I was waiting for you to show me like calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on, par, like on a scroll, like parchment scroll. <laughs> oh, Zeke, anyway, Zeke Bollinger is on here. Woo! Woo, Zeke. Zeke signed up. He's one of the pro drivers signed up. Forgot about that. What am I saying? Oh, can I be a pro? I want to be a pro driver signed up. Actually, before I do this real quick, because I'm sure these people are tired of it, but um, I'm kind of bummed out that I didn't make the silly season tracker. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I know maybe, I'm, maybe I, I, should. <laughs> I know I'm not up here. I know I'm not up here and I know I'm not here anymore either, but I'm at least here still somewhat. And yeah. I thought that that was going to be a kind of a, a, a for some, for some guys at the track, they were like, are you really sponsored by techno now? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm kind of bummed out in a way. So Tyler hooks, if you're watching, please make it happen just for me. Just indulge well, it me. wasn't, it wasn't like a unprecedented thing that you made a move. You know, you haven't been sponsored for like four years, right? Two years. So it was two years. Yeah. 2017, three years, technically three years. So it wasn't like, Oh, check out like there was no drama, like you're moving or anything like that. So yeah. it's like if anything, it would have made more sense to like, hey, Alex Sturgeon's running techno now. Like I know. New to techno. New to techno. All right, here we go. Last week's viewers. Uh random numerator generator on Google, whatever I just said. I'm slurring. Come on. I'm going I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Peter. Peter, Peter? Renault. Yep. Peter Peter Renault. Fifteen. Number fifteen. Oh, <sighs> Clayton Whitmire. Clayton won the body. Clayton gets the body. If he wants it, we'll find out. Yeah, actually, um, I guess the well, good I was thinking about- the good news is I won't have to ship it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, I was trying to think of a body that would be kind of cool and obscure to give away of mine. Yeah, and. I got one up here. I do like one of my white bodies, like from a new car. Like I, my, my, I don't have my body. Yet. It's just a plain white. Body. Oh yeah. But this is obscure. And I think that it would be liked. Um, mm. This is my short, my short course buggy body. Yeah. Back when we used to race those, like I only raced this body one time. Yeah. So it'd be a, it'd be a cool like conversation piece. painted by Kenny McKinney. Yeah. All the, all the paint on this is uh, metallic, right? And the even the white's pearl. Like this is a, like my bodies aren't white; they're pearl white. Yeah. So I, it's just something I've always done. You want to do that right now? If you want we'll do, to, we'll do like a care. second chance, a second chance body giveaway for last week's viewers. Yeah, I'll I'll even sign it if you want me to. Yeah. If you want it devalued, I'll sign it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah, sure. All right, so we know Clayton's getting the the 
my body if he wants it. If he doesn't want it, maybe we'll do this again. But uh, all right, here we go. 13. Oh, there you go. Uh, Jason Haley. Oh, Jason. <laughs> Jason. That's awesome. Yep. I'll, I'll just give it to him. <laughs> yeah, we'll see him. All right. So that was fun. Yeah. So, so if you wanted to uh, spend money on a dead class, you could build one of these and put right. this body on it. Dude, I saw, <laughs> I saw a short course buggy, a uh, Losi one for sale the other day. And I, I almost hmm. thought about buying it just to, as a collector piece, but the, God, these guys won't waste so much money on this stuff online. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I built mine Monday, raced it that weekend. And I think somebody bought it from me at the track on Sunday. Like, like I, like they, they were like, I'll give you whatever you want for that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those moments. Like how much do you want for that? <laughs> it was the second short course showdown race that we yeah. had. So we had three of Scotty Ernst short course showdown races. The first one was, um, when we were still leaving the doors open on the track mm-hmm. and the track would get drier and drier throughout the day. So we were all running. Um, oh man, there's a lot to talk about at that race. So we got time. Oh, we got plenty of time. Okay. So we've done the giveaways. We talked about the INS race. We could talk about some stories from these races real quick. You want to do that? It's pretty funny. If you want to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that was, that was the rate, the first race, the first short course showdown race. I had spent like three weeks um, practicing with my triple X SCT, which by the way, still one of the best handling short course trucks ever to be made period. In my opinion, mm-hmm. big time. Like I remember when they first came out with that truck and like Dustin Evans was still sponsored by, by TLR and Matt chambers and those guys. And they were running them at that trackside race. And I remember an interview where they were like, we have no idea why this truck handles as good as it does, but it does. And I agreed. And then I got my 22 SCT like that Friday before the race or something like something really close, like Thursday. And so no time with that truck period. And I had to build it, put all the electronics into it and then go practice with it and kind of try to very quickly figure out a setup for that truck that I liked. And, um, Brian Kinwald was there and, uh, uh, Fisher what's his first name? Billy Fisher. Billy Fisher. Billy Fisher was there from TLR as well. And well, I was running gridirons, AKA gridirons, mm-hmm. super soft, AKA gridirons. And I remember Dave coming over and being like, Hey man, um, why are you running those tires? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, cause they work. <laughs> and he was like, why aren't you running J concepts tires? And I was like, cause I'm not, I don't have to. Oh, he's like, you're not sponsored by J concepts. I'm like, no, at the time I wasn't, I could run whatever I want. It was one of the nice things about being in a hobby store. So uh, Kenwald was over there trying all sorts of different stuff. And he finally found like the right formula for traction basically. And then went out there and, and dominated most of qualifying. And then that morning they had the last chance qualifier, uh, fourth round qualifier. And I had, cause this is what I do ever since the 2009, uh, 10 scale Nats that we held when they were outside. I've, I've told myself, I'm like, never let anybody else dictate how you run your track. Mm-hmm. Roar didn't do anything. It was, I was getting pressure from all these other outside forces trying to tell me, um, how I should be running, how I should be maintaining the track. I wanted to water every single night. 
in 2009. And I was told not to by some different people here and there. And they're like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. And then that track, if you watch the mains, because you can go back on YouTube and you can watch all of A1s, all of A2s and all of A3s, and you can progressively see the track get crappier and crappier and crappier. Yeah, it just blew out because there's no moisture underneath exactly, it. Exactly, because it wa- yep. we almost had the thing washed out by rain on that Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And for qualifying, it was pretty good. And then by the time we started our main events, it was like 96 degrees out that day, you know? And the track just yeah. got worse, and I should have watered every single night, and I didn't. So that night, I watered the track um, like I always do, and the track was awesome that morning. I ended up TQing uh, somehow, you know? Um, I had a pretty good run on and a couple parts of the track that, that I could actually catch Kenwald in. And that was really cool. Like about qualifying yeah. Brian Kenwald. And then, so the following year, uh, all of a sudden everybody got super serious about, uh, short course buggies. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, yeah, it was like 18 like, of us or something. Yeah. Like I had one, uh, you had one. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Dave Duncan showed up when he ran one, uh, Dylan. Scott Rappaport when he was still racing. Yep. Dylan had, uh, Dylan had one, uh, yeah. David fast, Don Drews, yep. that X. Yep. Th- so there was that kid that was running for X factory that came from like Washington or something that he was I there. I can't remember his name, but I, I remember him. I remember we had that giant jump in the back. Yeah. And I think so. The first time I looked, I remember him complaining to Scotty that the, the stocks couldn't clear it. And Scotty was like, well, figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they yeah. ended up clearing it and everything was fine. Yeah. What place did you get in that one? Did you finish third? No, I got second. Oh, second. That's right. Yeah. I got second. <laughs> and I got, I got screwed by lap traffic. Right? Yeah, you did. And I like drove right around. You. Wasn't it, wasn't yeah. it David? Cause I was like fifth. Didn't David fast <laughs> take me out? I don't know. I think we were coming like, up to Lapham and I'm pretty sure that he, uh, he monster jammed me over that big jump in the back. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then I was upside down. I was thinking to myself, you gotta be kidding me. There was like 30 seconds left in the race and I was in second place and I had it locked in and then that happened. And then all you guys passed me. Yeah. Oh, See ya. <laughs> I was so butthurt by that. Well, I was using this, this old tired, uh, like green, Sonic motor that somebody let me borrow, I think, or it was something like had just been run forever. It was one of those motors. Yeah. And, uh, at that race, I remember like, everybody's like, Oh, we're going to use the, they're using like these little tiny, like shorty pack batteries in them. I was like, I wouldn't want to run that. Like that thing dumps. It's going to, it's going to be, it's going to suck for the second half of the race. Yep. So I was running like a 6,000 milliamp, like huge battery. And my car had plenty of power, like the entire race. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. But I was like doing that. We had a triple and you could triple it for a few minutes and then you had to double single it. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, uh, I had, uh, I had made a fan mount for the motor coming off the back of the, of the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of like plastic. Was, yeah. It was cool. And we never raced those again. Never raced them again. <laughs> nope. It, yeah, we we all got them for that race and then we were done with yeah. it. There's, I think I sold mine too. Not too, not too long after that. Yeah. Well, like, cause I'd when it, I went in for like sponsor sheets. I was like, Hey Scotty, I didn't see sponsor sheets for short course buggy. And he was like, <laughs> Oh, if you're racing short course buggy, you shouldn't be sponsored. And I was like, 
Oh, oh, okay, cool, cool. man. Like, yeah, but there pretty was much the entire but, field shouldn't have been racing. Yeah, them. no kidding. Like everybody in the top ten, we were all sponsored. All had some sort of sponsorships. Like, there's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know if I said that or not. I was like, well, pretty much the whole field shouldn't be racing short course buggies. Yeah, but at the same time, like that was the biggest turnout of short course buddies buggies he's ever had. He had ever had. Yeah, we were we were I'm, it. It was the biggest one. Yeah. Yep. Like I, I don't know. I thought it was cool. <laughs> Out of all the short course stuff, the buggies should have had staying power because they handled way better than the trucks. Oh yeah. Because without that, they look scale. Without the big floaty body on there. You, you could actually mm-hmm. drive them harder than, than you would like. You could actually send them over jumps harder than you would you would normally do with a, with a 10 scale um, short course truck. And they were scale. Like you yeah, said, they were scale. They're more scale than a short course truck. Yeah. Cause they had like the roll cage and stuff. And I had a driver, like I, I had like all those like little stuffed animals and stuff. I was trying to put in my car and I had like that SpongeBob figurine that I had in there. Um, yep. but then, uh, was it SpongeBob or was it the dude from a uh, uh, toy Toy Story? The little, the well, little alien minion. things, minions. I had a minion. I had a minion in there, and then I had a SpongeBob figurine, and then I thought I had something else. Oh, but I like I pretty much went to like Toys R Us and bought a whole bunch of oh. like little action figures and stuff to put in mine. That's funny. The, um, but like we were having a good time with it. Um, I'm trying to think. There's something else I was going to say about it, but. All right. Oh, it remind they reminded me of that. Remember that J Concepts like car that they try to make like a class out of it. it yeah, was, yeah. Like, the J the J J C two or whatever it was called with the it was basically a buggy with truck tires. Yeah, but it was it was it, you took a longer chassis. I thought too. Yeah, yeah, it did. But it was like an eight scale two wheel drive buggy. I thought it was kind of neat, but that's what that reminded me of. Was that so? Anyway, for all you viewers on. Um, on, uh, on YouTube right now. And that'll listen to this podcast. I highly recommend that you find a couple of these videos. If you just punch in short course showdown, Hobbyplex, they'll come up. So, uh, there's a couple of videos from Chad Irwin. He's actually one of our racers and he's got, um, the last, so we had three of them in a row. And I think it was 2012, 2013 and 2014, 14 was the last one we held. Remember 14 had the split lane. Yeah. And that was the year that I finally won pro four, but like it was just a Friday night race. Like all the people racing pro four were from like Friday night. So yeah, yeah, I didn't race that race. Uh, But the 2013 one though, first off uh, that the track I built for that one, I was actually pretty proud of that. That's a, that was a really cool track. It had a curve straight away. Mm-hmm. And then, um, that the, the backside jumps I thought were pretty cool. Cause they've, they've flowed very well. And you, you couldn't even tell where the oval would have been in this track. This was before we moved the oval. So, uh, do yourself a favor and find the pro two and then definitely find the pro four a main from ego breaker Omaha. So it's E G O B R K R space Omaha and the pro four one. That's the race that I lost by like tenth of a second or something crazy like that yeah. in Pro Four. Yeah. So, uh, but those are some good races to look back on, because especially because the track layouts are always fun to look at. What we've done in the past. Super chat. We just got a super chat from uh, Peter Renault. Oh, that's why I was rooting for him to win. 
Cause he always, he's, nice. been, he's been super chatting us big time. Uh, and I, I feel bad that you didn't win anything. <laughs> 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 so he said, uh, have a, have a great Christmas and, uh, man, thank you guys very much. Um, yeah. How, uh, how much is the super chat for five bucks? Five dollars. Really nice. Yeah. It's five dollars Canadian. Oh, nice. Um, uh, is that like, <laughs> I don't know what that translates to, but, but that's pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, Merry Christmas yeah. to you. And, uh, of yeah, course, thanks, all of you guys that are on here right now, there's 28 people watching now. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. So, um, uh, I had one more quick question about the INS race. We're going to have to real quick before we switch over to uh, race results or, or questions. The independent class is not a handout class for, uh, for motors. Right. So run what you brought. Right. Yeah. Run 17.5. Seventeen five. <laughs> so, uh, just, just be aware that it will not be handout. That'd be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. If it was so. Um, okay. Uh, with that, we're going to, I think we're going to do a pivot landing break real quick. It's two minutes and then we'll, uh, we'll figure out what we talk about after that, uh, either race results or maybe we can just, we, there are some questions on here, so we can probably, maybe we'll try to do both. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot landing update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending, and with me today is Don Zoller. And we just wanted to give everybody uh, listening the backstory on Pivot Lending and maybe what separates us from our competitors in the marketplace. Uh, Pivot Lending, uh, we're going on our 20th year, and we're a mortgage banking company. We're different in a few ways that we have divisions of subservicing, divisions of third-party origination. We have a marketing team in one division. We also have business development. We work business to business, whether it's with a community bank or a credit union. We also uh, work the retail side of the spectrum. So we're working with a lot of realtors. We're working with a lot of builders. There's a number of different ways that our organization has diversified as opposed to a standard mortgage banking company that's just generating a mortgage to the market and to sell it or potentially service it. We internally underwrite all of our loans in-house. We have five underwriters. We're big enough to play in the larger spaces, but small enough to be a boutique operation. We've got about 100 employees right now. We are in California, Arizona. We have offices also in Wichita. We're in Kansas City, Omaha, Colorado. Inside Colorado, we're in Denver, Boulder, and opening up in Colorado Springs. We're kind of excited and growing. We're moving into the uh, New England market uh, with a, a big partnership that also is a serve mortgage service provider to 234 different credit unions in the New England states. So uh, a lot of things happening and um, having Dawn locally is, is, a, is a huge advantage for everybody in the RC community. I know that uh, not only myself, but the owner of the company, Brian Ottaviano, he's a hobby fan. He flew uh, quite a few remote control airplanes and loves that piece of it. He also follows Aiden, my son's racing. And so it's, it's, it's great to be able to weave in the hobby into what we're doing and to be able to get back to the hobby because of the, the things it represents, 
I think are similar to things that we represent. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regular scheduled program. You playing your Switch? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sure, sure was. I've been playing um, uh, the uh, uh, Hill Climber 2 again on my phone. Hill Climber? Yeah. Is that right? Hill Climber 2? Is that like that um, Price is Right game? No, it's that driving game where you're like, you gotta like yeah. tap it and then you earn all these oh. different cars and you gotta get a certain way. And then they set it up so you can't get over things until you upgrade your car or whatever. But I haven't spent any money on it because I don't really want to do that. Yeah, I would. Freemium gaming. Yeah, freemium. <laughs> Dude, I've been listening to more of the uh, South Park commentaries on this per seasons. Yeah. And uh, that is such a great thing to go to sleep to. It's so, they're so funny. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just finished the one where they, uh, where chef quit the show and they had to go in there. <laughs> it's man. So brutal. Cause he was a Scientologist, right? Yeah. The winner is let's get into race results real fast. Uh, Friday night was pretty good. We had 40 something injuries. Um, I think we ended up with like 20 something plex speckers again. So that's always good. Plex spec is our beginner class. Uh, we're pretty much run what you, whatever you have, as long as it's not an eight scale. And, uh, um, as long as it's not running on anything more than a two cell. Um, so a main, you had a uh, bunch of Tolbergs. You had Caleb and Jonas in 10th and ninth, eight, 10th and ninth place. Hector Sorensen was eighth. Lance Murray was seventh. Andrew Thomas was sixth. Ethan Farrington was fifth. Uh, John Haas was fourth. Um, I know John gets on here and listens sometimes. Uh, Chris Zelazny, that's, that's, uh, Trevor's dad was third jace mccormick was second and steve wall was your winner in plex spec and he led the whole way and then you had the mod buggy race which was um drew rubin king tom smith jackson anderson and me and uh um uh this i'm so butthurt about this one too so drew rubin king uh won um by seven seconds he had fast lap of the race um, he had a 25 flat with his two wheel mod, which is pretty fast. My car was really good, man. I was in second, um, like three laps in and then it landed kind of awkwardly on its side and I broke an axle on a B6 two. Yeah. A rear one or I thought one? I broke the wheel, but I broke a rear axle. So I don't know. It's just weird, but my car was good. And I thought I had a shot at catching drew, but, uh, nope. Not after that. And I'm actually kind of happy I didn't break a wheel because the tires are really good. <laughs> so I didn't want to waste a set of tires. Jackson Anderson broke out a lap afterwards. <laughs> and got third. And then Tommy was second and, uh, and Drew was first. So, um, and then in stock buggy, you had just, uh, Chad Rubin King and Steve Smith. So, Steve is, um, um, <laughs> Peter Renault just came on here. He's like, I think it's 70 cents to the dollar and our money is very colorful. <laughs> Man, I wish I had a Canadian dollar. I know I have a Chinese dollar. What are, oh, really? Yeah. What are, what are Canadian dollars called? Like doubloons or something? What are, what are they? Got me. I wonder, I wonder what they call their currency in Canada. I always imagine them like dipped in maple syrup. Yeah. 
Marx? No, that's German. No, that's money. German. Yeah. <laughs> um, Franks. Maybe it's Franks. Frank? Uh, no, I don't think so. That'd be can it, That'd be French. No, wait. It? It's isn't it the same as British money? Aren't they pounds? I have no idea. Oh, maybe they are loonies. Anyways, what? loonies. Doubloons. I don't know. I guess I, I I don't know. I'm ignorant on that subject. I have no idea. Yeah, me too. That's ignorant. <laughs> That's ignorant, man. That's ignorant. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Chad Rubin King and Steve Smith. This was actually a pretty good race. I was marshalling um, until about two laps away or whatever. So Steve, Steve actually had the TQ. And this is really cool, too, because Steve is Tommy's brother. Both of them were fast back in the day. Tommy was the faster of the two bros, right? But um, Steve kind of choked. He, bro- he crashed a lot. Oh yeah, I know. But but Chad's car looked really good. I was marshalling out there and I could see it, and I saw that his his car was working really well. And then we had e buggy, and uh, so we had uh, John Calise and Graham Hill came all the way from from Colorado to get some practice in on Saturday, and Ooh. so they raced e buggy Friday night, and uh, John actually beat Graham, and then uh, Steve Wall got third, and then. Pro four. So this, so they put me with my mini truggy and Tommy with his four wheel drive in with, um, the, the, the three, uh, short course trucks and the Cormacs were there. So it was Ashley and Easton running an actual legit pro four truck. And I think Steve's got a techno now too. I think is what it is. So this, this ended up being pretty fun. Like I said, my truck was God awful, but it was my fault because I didn't sauce the tires. Um, so it was, uh, it was Ashley McCormick, Tommy Smith, then me, then Steve, then Easton. And that was Friday night. It was pretty low key. We got out of there pretty, pretty early. The track was really good because, um, the week before I had actually watered that morning. And then I think Trevor said that he watered after that. And that's why it was so wet. So I didn't water at all. And, uh, neither did Trevor. So the track actually just maintained its more normal, normal moisture level. So, and then we didn't race on Saturday. No, no syndicate on Saturday because we were all upstairs, um, selling people stuff. And, uh, and then we had our big dirt oval race. So we had 86 entries yesterday. That's the most oval cars I think we've ever had in, in a single day. I'm pretty sure. That's pretty cool. I don't remember us having more than that. So, uh, that was a big deal. I thought, and, and I mean, they were still racing at six o'clock. I think they got done at like six fifteen or so. Um, I took some video of these guys and posted it earlier today. Um, I made like a little, um, 18 minute long video. I went down there. I got most of the, I got a bunch of the lower mains and I wanted to do like a commentary on each class. So your boy Wade, uh, won the B main. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then we'll see where he's at here in the A main. I haven't actually looked at these. So the B main is probably stacked. Dude, it was, uh, it was Phil, Justin Stevie was racing a car. Um, uh, God, who else was in there? Uh, Mike Lafferty was in the B. Yeah. A lot of dudes that, sh- that normally aren't in the B were in the B. So it was pretty cool. Um, okay. So where do we start here? So 13.5 short course uh, mod A main was uh, Derek Sprague sixth, Shane Nielsen fifth, Chris Zelazny was fourth, Trevor Langdo was third. Chris Flower was second, and Brian Damewood uh, won that one. 
So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, then we got to go to where's the next A main? Street Stock A main had uh, Jared Tadlock did not start. I think they were looking at his car. Something was wrong with it before the start. I was standing right there. Uh, Shane Nielsen was fifth. Jim Harden was fourth. Tim Sutherland was third. He did TQ. Dalton Hallbreaker was second. And uh, Tony Neria uh, took the win. And this was one of the races that actually got on video. And uh, Tim, I don't know what was going on, but that his car, it was a low C car converted to a street stock. Um, he could just could not keep that thing underneath of him. Kept spinning out. So I don't know if maybe they tried something with the diff or the tires or something, but didn't look the same. Still a fun race to watch. Man, street stocks are so slow. <laughs> they still run 21.5. 21.5, yeah. <laughs> they're slow i don't know if i i don't know if i could be able to drive one of those now yeah and i shouldn't i mean street stock legitimately should be a beginner class for um uh for uh dirt oval especially with the new team associated car coming out right so turnkey turnkey i mean it should race. be that should be a beginner class but uh for some reason sometimes it isn't but i think in, the, in this case it definitely was but man those cars are slow yeah. Uh, Mud Boss. So th- these are the Mud Bosses. So Mud Boss is a Traxxas Slash turned into a um, a modified. Um, Bob Hamilton broke out. I watched that race too and finished eighth. Uh, Casey McAtee was seventh. Jeff Tadlock was sixth. Chris Lasney was uh, fifth. Paul Bowden was fourth. Jim Langdo was third. Carter Lingdo was second and Matt Solberg took the win in mud boss. And then, uh, uh, nothing reminds you that you're racing dirt oval, like having your class called mud boss. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun name. It's a fun name. Uh, then the, uh, uh, 410 sprint, a main. And I watched this one, um, right before I left. Uh, these guys are so fast. Um, Ryan Herb, I saw him break out pretty early in the race. Um, then one of my pet peeves with, uh, with any race program is if they allow you to use nicknames. So Ninja, whoever that is, got seventh. Uh, Craig Ferguson was sixth. Mike Pruitt was fifth. Uh, Ross May was fourth. Um, Darren Ryder was third. Brandon Heitschu was second and Craig Moline uh, took this one kind of by a lot. He got, he, he got, he drove really well, but he also got a little lucky in traffic too. Brandon Heitschu and uh, Gooch, Darren Ryder, not so much. So, um, and I actually thought that Brandon and Darren were actually battling for position, but they were still a lap apart at the end, but I could have swore, oh, really? I could have swore that they were, they were right next to each other. Oh, Ninja. I hold on. Craig Moline's on here. And he said that Ninja is Mike Lafferty. I had no oh, idea. Okay. None. No idea. That's a big pet. That's, that's one of my pet peeves is, is, is I, I get the idea of nicknames. It's fun and all that, but I hate it when you're trying to like look at race results at certain tracks and it's nothing but nicknames and you have no idea who they are. My, my nickname that I I've, I've used it isn't mine, but in from full size racing, but uh, this isn't my idea is a friend of mine's idea. And I, I use it sometimes. Uh, Lance Romance. Have you ever seen Lance Romance on a 
Oh, sounds Don familiar. Lennon, that's usually me. Huh? Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, hey, does he know who Taco is? Craig yeah. Lean, who's, who's Taco? Taco? We're trying to figure out who Taco is. <laughs> so uh, the short course modified. I think I left right before this race started. So short course modified. These guys are actually running mod motors. Aaron Hargis was eighth. Tony uh, Neria was seventh. Matt Silberg was sixth. There's Taco in fifth. <laughs> Jim Lingdo <laughs> was fourth. Bryson Ramey was third. Chris Flower was second. And Mike Pruitt uh, won this one. And it looks like he had a four second lead there. No, 1.5 second lead there at the end. Sometimes with third ovals, these guys are not on the same lap. And, and so when, yeah. when it is, it's kind of a neat thing because that means that it was pretty close race. Uh, then you had late model. And, uh, ooh, looks like Craig Moline with a DNS shown in ninth. Nate Sutherland, uh, Nate came to race dirt oval here this weekend. Yeah. Um, so he's qualified six, finished eighth. Adam Ayers was seventh. Matt Solberg was sixth. Chris Sutherland was fifth. Aaron Hargis was fourth. Craig Ferguson was third. Brandon Heitschu, uh was second. And Darren Ryder took the win. And uh, both him and Brandon had, uh, uh, 50 laps cause they go by laps. So the length of this race was 50 and, uh, um, uh, he had a four second lead there at the end. It's almost a lap basically. And then let's go to B mod and B mods are basically uh two wheel drive buggies converted to a modified, but just a smaller version of a short course mod. Mm-hmm. And I hope I don't kill these names, but, uh, Tim Mikatich, Mikatich was TQ, but did not start. So I didn't see what happened there. Rod Clark was sixth. Chris Sutherland was fifth. Bill Palmer was fourth. Wyatt Sprague was third. Ross May was second. And Dalton Hallbreaker, Hallbreaker, Hall, Hall Baker. God, I killed that. Uh, was your winner. And then finally, the big one, because I believe that there was a bunch of 360 sprints. It went down to a C main. So um, your 360 sprint A main had uh, Mike Archer, was eighth. Phil Palmer was seventh. Wade Garing was sixth. Nate Sutherland was fifth. Uh, Phil Beardshire was fourth. Brian Erb was third. Craig Ferguson was second. And Craig Moline uh, won it by lap. He hit the nice. 60 lap mark before everybody else. So, so there you go. That kind of caps the, uh, that caps our year. Actually, we're not having any more races until next year. Nice. So the syndicate ends January 2nd. That's our last syndicate race. So, so that was it. The track at the Hobbyplex is now open every single day until the 31st. Yeah. So bring out your Christmas trucks and yeah. eat them up. Except for Christmas. <laughs> We're going to be closed, obviously, at Christmas time. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you have one? I'm going to go back up here and we'll, uh, we'll get to some questions really fast. Okay. Well, this one's kind of inside baseball, but uh, Johnny S. wants to know if, uh, if his chassis protector came in yet. Um, I'm pretty sure that you're, if you're still here, I hope you're watching, but it, I'm pretty sure that it came in with an A main order um, that should have came in today. Super chat. Holy crap. We just got Nick Nuthouse gave us a $10 super chat. Wow. Uh, he says he really enjoys the show. Can't wait to get a chance to run at the Plex in the new year. New mini B just showed up. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, so anyways, Johnny, I'm pretty sure it showed up. It would have showed up today. I, I don't, I don't work Mondays, so I'm not for certain on that, but I'm pretty sure. And then Johnny wants to know where you work. 
Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I work for a hydraulics company uh, called Dakota Fluid Power. I'm a tool maker or machinist there. So there you go. That's yep, and that's part of your perks. Part of your perks is a fifty dollars allowance for tools. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mad Thunder wants to know. Uh, I'm wondering. I know one of the guys used to do actual motorsport. Why did you switch from that to RC? That's you, Will. I used to. Do, oh, um, money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I raced go karts. Um, I, I dro- drove go karts from like when I was three till about eleven. I think when I was nine or ten is when we started racing like more competitively. And then, um, I did that for a long time. I think when I was 19 is when I, uh, bought a mini sprint and I raced uh, mini sprints for a while. And then, um, I was going to race shifter carts. Um, I bought all the stuff to do it. Um, and my dad just didn't really have time to like travel with me. Cause you pretty much, it's like the pro like, so when we raced dirt oval, we raced the pro cart series and you race like these five huge, like, miniature NASCAR level dirt oval go-kart races. And then, um, you don't really race the rest of the year because pretty much like weekly racing for go-kart racing around here is dead. So, um, I was going to do that. You have to travel a lot for shifter cart racing. Um, I took it out and drove it, uh, at the track in Hastings and, um, I was by myself and it was kind of, it was pretty hard to do by yourself. So, it's kind of like nitro racing. Like you, it's really hard to do by yourself. Yeah. And so I, I, uh, I'd always done RC like during the winter or like as a secondary thing. And, um, I just kind of made it my primary focus for racing and just got into RC and, you know, I did it by myself and I, I like doing it. And, um, but that, that's why, you know, uh, you know, to race the sprint car, um, you pretty much have to have a hundred thousand dollars to start doing it. And yeah, um, yep. It's expensive. I, I wrote this short story in college, uh, cause I was a creative writing major for you guys that I'm on the other side of what he was doing. <laughs> like Totally different. Uh, but no, yeah. one of my, one of my short stories involved a, uh, 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 a person who came into a whole bunch of money, like inherited wise and went all in on like a pro two truck to race and was, um, kind of chastised for not working his way up to that, you know, the way that, you know, you kind of normally would in, in motorsports where he just bought into it cause he could, but he wasn't really that good of a driver and always ran into people and nobody wanted to mentor him or anything like that. And then he went out there and tried to prove himself and, and, uh, kind of, kind of did in a way at the end. I don't know. I should let you read it sometime. Yeah. You, 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 I got, I got, the writing writers workshop didn't like it because they didn't understand the lingo. Cause I was using like, yeah. you know, hairpin turns, dog legs, uh, you know, jargon, basically just racing jargon. And so mm-hmm. all these, all these book types are like, we don't know what this means. I don't understand this. Yeah. What is this? And I'm like, well, I don't want to like explain every single turn. That's it would take you out of the story. You know, well, it's kind of like researching a word that you don't know in a, in a book anyway, yeah, you know, like when right. you just research that and figure it out. Yeah. But that was part of the, that was one of the reasons why I didn't like the writer's workshop because people would nitpick at stuff that didn't need, in my opinion, didn't need to be nitpicked, but whatever. Um, let's see, scrolling down here. Um, tack BF two 
says we're all getting six hundred dollar checks so we can all get the mini truggy. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I already got mine. You know what sucks? You did? Is that is that I bought my mini truggy literally like three weeks before I got my techno sponsorship. If I would have just waited, I could have saved yeah. a little bit of money. So oh well. It worked out. But that was the whole reason why I didn't. anyways, it didn't matter. Mad Thunder with another one. Uh, do you ever think about building your own RC chassis? Would it be a race kit or a bash kit? A race kit. Yeah. So like if I, so if I were to start a chassis company or something like that, I would have ready runs to fund the racing side of it. I could see that. <laughs> I actually, you're going to be shocked by this, but I actually did design a car in AutoCAD. In, 19, oh, really? in 1990 though, that was basically my whole, my semester project in 1995 in AutoCAD class. And, uh, and it was supposed to be saved because they wiped the computers every semester because they have new students come in and it was supposed to be saved. And, uh, this was before I even knew what a, I mean, I, I should have saved it on something, but like a floppy disk. But I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was dumb and I didn't, and I was told that it would be saved. So when I came in for, uh, the second semester of it, it was gone. Uh, I was pretty, terrible. I was really upset at that. And it kind of like, it's one of those things where like, if you get, you like, if you get really far in a video game and then you don't save and then you die and you're like crap. And then you don't want to play that game for a couple of days. That's kind of how it was. Like I had gotten so far into designing this car and all it really was, it was a copy of like a JRX, JRX, uh, pro SE or something like yeah. that. It had this really big, gigantic top deck and, and, uh, the chassis was going to be made out of plastic and all this stuff, but I didn't, I didn't go back and do it again because I already gotten the yeah. grade for it. So who cares? Right. Right. But I look back on it now and I wish I would have had more interest in that stuff. So I could be a, mm-hmm. so I could be like you. Yeah. Be, be a little bit more precise. <laughs> um, I'll answer this one. I, I would, I would, I would probably be on the other end of that because clearly I'm not an engineer. Attention, Hobbyplex podcast listeners. This is a friendly reminder that host Alex Sturgeon is not an engineer. Thank you. So the, the racing side of it would be not my interest, but I could see I've done this before with, with certain project cars. Like I've, I've mixed mashed brands before. You know, where I've taken like Duratrax parts and fixed them onto a Traxxas slash somehow and made it work and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. I could almost see myself making some sort of goofy off the wall basher type car. Yeah. Try to come up, try to come up with something that nobody's done before. Yeah. My whole thing, like with me wanting to be a toolmaker, um, a lot of it was because like when we were racing, we didn't have a, like a ton of money like everybody else, like compared to other guys that were racing yeah so a lot of the stuff that we did we had to figure it out on our own like uh you know we, we rebuilt our own engines because uh we couldn't pay to have a 700 hundred dollar rebuild every uh three shows for an engine you know so we had i you know my dad and i'd have to figure it out um and i wanted to be the guy that could make you know because pretty much my last like my last uh order it, you know, when I went through trade school was, I just made nothing but mini sprint parts. Like I made wing sliders for my mini sprint. I made a uh, front wing mount. I made the rear bird cages. I made spares, 
you know, was, I, I made all that stuff just because I didn't have the money for it. Yeah. You know, I could afford a piece of a $25 piece of billet, but I couldn't right. like pay $300 for bird cages. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't get into that stuff. I don't know. I, the, the problem was, was like, like right out of high school, I, 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 I worked for a video game store, you know? So it was like, I wasn't interested in making stuff. I was just interested in pushing buttons and playing stuff, you know? I don't know. Um, uh, 1995 eclipse GST says it was good to watch you in Florida, Alex. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm, uh, I assume, uh, um, he's from Florida, I guess is what you're saying. That's that's cool. Uh, let's see, going down the list here. Peter says he didn't see any Hobbyplex races posted. Um, yeah, I wanted to on Friday night and then I hurt myself and then I did get some stuff from Sunday and then, uh, kind of like last year, by the way, for all of you guys that are watching, there's 28 people on right now, which is amazing that you guys are sticking with us. Um, but last Christmas break, we made no videos because <laughs> we were so yeah. busy in the store. Like, like you, even if I wanted to do a video in the middle of the day, as soon as I started, soon as I started to hit that button for like a what's new Wednesday or something, I guarantee it's cause it's the rule of retail. I guarantee like 40 people would walk in the front door. They, they would not be the patient type. They would walk right in front of frame. So <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was exactly when I called you the other day. It's yeah. like, I've been dead all day. Now there's like 20 people here. So yeah, go. yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, another one. Here's another good, this is a good one. Cause I can answer this one. Uh, why are RC crawlers so popular? Uh, mad thunder does not see the appeal in them. Um, I think they're popular because you can buy that, uh, trail truck you always wanted in real life and trick it out for RC, you know, it's scale and it's more of like the hobbyist, like tinker type of side type side of it. You know, it's not very, you can do it anywhere, you know? Yeah. I have a theory that not only because they look realistic, most of them look realistic, but there's also ungodly amounts of stuff that you can do to each truck. So nobody's truck's ever going to be the same, but also crawling is the last real bastion of, and maybe not now because of drag racing, but even then most of the parts on drag cars are kind of pre-made, but for crawlers, it's the last real bastion of make it yourself. Yeah. If somebody, if, if there's not something like, like if, if nobody's made the roll cage that you like, TIG weld it, do it yourself. I mean, that's what these guys are doing. So I, I think that part of it's very popular that cause it, these guys can build this lot. Some of these guys, not me, but some of them can, can take, just take the axles and then build something from scratch completely. Whereas with, with racing, you can't really, you can't really do that anymore. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. that's why I like it. Cause I, I can, I mean, I've bent my own links before if I needed them. Um, I've mixed mash parts from like, there's, there's a uh, Wraith parts on that low C comp crawler. I just bought, uh, that vintage truck like to get yeah. it to work. I mean, I had to like make it work. I got out my Dremel and, you know, buzzed it in and made it work. So I think that has a lot to do with it too. Adding on to what you've said. Jason Haley wants to know what would be a better upgrade from two wheel drive slash buggy or stadium truck for young kids. Uh, buggy. Oh yeah. Right. Stock buggy. Yeah, I think so. I think a good upgrade from short course to, or, or stadium truck. 
I mean, either or would be good, but because they're both our buggies now are so durable that it doesn't really matter. Right. You know, now there was it the last uh, summer series with Plexbeck, like nearly every car and it was a two wheel drive buggy. Yeah. That's yep. pretty promising. Yep, exactly. Oh, we got a thumbs down from somebody. Really? Oh, man. For what? I don't know. There's eight, we got thumb, one there's eight thumbs up and one thumbs down. Oh, well. Hmm. Whatever. Everybody watching, give us more thumbs up. Yeah, no to kidding. Cancel out that thumbs down. Yeah. I can't let one <laughs> thumbs down ruin my day. Yeah. Joe Rogan was just talking about that. I was watching the the podcast uh, with Tristan something something, the guy who who made the the social social networking uh, a social something something on on Netflix. He made that movie. Oh, and he was okay. talking about how you got to like have people like not uh, like you should just ignore stuff like that. And he's, yeah. he's right, totally right. Uh, anyways, okay. Uh, so yeah, so Jason, I would say a buggy just because you can grow with it more. Stadium yeah. truck, you're kind of just stuck with one class. Mm-hmm. And then uh, rolling starts look sweet. Can we do that in off-road? No, we cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I say that is, uh, is because um, we tried doing that on Friday, on flame out Fridays with nitro racing. Mm-hmm. And it was a cluster. I wish I could say the other word that goes with that, but it's, it's, it was not it didn't work yeah because friday night off-road with nitro you you never have enough to have marshals pit people and racers so you had to sacrifice one or the other so basically you couldn't do a drop start right so and and the marshals usually had bottles with them to fill up uh to fill up cars right Mm -hmm. so uh because your marshals were also your pit people so you ended up with like you had to do the rolling start and then and then when they when you you had a 15 minute main, your pit guy was actually marshalling out there because we never had enough people and it never, it never was a good start ever. We never had one good start with a rolling start. <laughs> uh, quest, which I believe is, uh, Oh God, I can't remember his first name. I'm so sorry. I'm going to, and I always blank out when these things are going on. Kyle. Yeah. I bet you this is Kyle. Uh, we're going to need a setup for sheep for that mini truggy. And I agree. I had somebody else on one of our other videos um, ask for a, a setup sheet, and I'll get to work on that. I think that's it. I think that's it. Thumbs so. down, guy. If you're still listening, what do we do? <laughs> There's two of them now. So probably one of them was like, ah, oh, screw these guys asking for thumbs up. I'm oh. giving thumbs down. Yeah. Oh, well. oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. For a little while there on all of our videos, there was. Uh, maybe a year ago. I don't know. But for a little while there, there was always one thumbs down and it would, and it would show up within like five minutes. Yeah. So I always was like, I was like, well, that has to be a subscriber of some sort. And then I thought maybe it's like somebody else's hobby shop or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, uh, uh, <laughs> um, it's just like the guy last week that said like my mustache is disgusting yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I comment, I liked it and commented on it and I was like, noted. It <laughs> was so funny. I saw that pop up. On it was, my, uh, I was laughing. <laughs> this, I saw that show up on my, um, uh, on my, uh, my YouTube studio and I was like, Oh, it's cool. Somebody commented. And I'm like, yo man, trim the beard. My wife about puked. And I started cracking up and I had to, I had to text you that it was really funny. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Anyways, uh, we're going to bail. We're at an hour and 25 minutes, so that's kind of long. Woo! Woo, man. All right. But this, uh, I hope everybody got the information they were looking for. There's 30 people watching now, which is great. And Yeah, that's um, pretty awesome. Um, but we're going to bail. And uh, we just want to thank uh, Pivot Lending Group. You can find pivotlending.com. If you uh, uh, mention this show when you're setting up a refinance or home loan. So if you're looking for a new house, make sure you give them a call. Uh, make sure you mention our show. Ask for uh, Don Zoller. Or we think it's funny sometimes if you ask for, uh, for Aiden Olson's dad. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you can get $500 off your closing cost or 0.125 off of your rate uh, if you end up uh, financing with them. So get it done. Get out there and uh, hopefully they'll pay for our show for next year too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Maybe be awesome. I can do one of my commercials again. Yeah, we need to do that another time. <laughs> All right, so once again, uh, no uh, no podcast next week. We're going to take the week off because it's Christmas, and we'll be back, I think it's January 3rd? 4th? January 4th? I think it's January 4th. We'll be back. So Yeah, I'll, I'll be racing uh, when we go to Saturdays for off-road again. Yep, so. starting on the 16th. So. Yep. All right, Merry Christmas, there. everybody, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Happy holidays, everybody. You know, yeah. Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah. Oh, yeah. We, um, we can't exclude all the other ones. Whatever. What's another one? Uh, does, uh, does, do Scientologists have a day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, oh, I could make a joke right now, but I'm not going to. All right. We're really going to go this time. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. See ya.